0: Hey everybody, in this episode of the X-Files After Show, we're breaking down season 11, episode 3, plus 1. There's only two of us tonight, so you know what that means. It's time to start your shipping. Let's do it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Look at that. As always, how can you not enjoy this theme song? Welcome, everybody, to the after X-Files After Buzz show. Uh, after show. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, of course, the show where we're bringing on every episode of the new episodes of X-Files, airing currently th- Wednesday nights on Fox. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Progressively Mann. getting better each week, I That's might true. say. That's yes. true. I love it. I love it. On a nice upward climb, <laughs> uh, which we love to see. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Brand. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And my name is Jim. I am
1: the managing editor for the conguy.com website. We're a website that covers all the comic cons and fandoms through the lens of conventions. It's a lot of fun. We also have another website called thescareguy.com. We have our show coming on this next coming Monday night. But tonight it's all about the X-Files. And tonight I am your plus one for this show. I love it. I could not <laughs> ask
0: for a better one. Now, uh, the other two members are our panel, uh, Lucretia and Lex. They've decided uh, they've got other commitments so they are going to be otherwise engaged <laughs> Uh, But that's all right. So you can start, uh, basically, if you're in the chat, start chumming away on uh, our shipper name for Jim and I. What do Mm -hmm. you think it's going to (laughs) be? Speaking of that, though, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. While you're there, why I want give it a thumbs up. And as I mentioned, the chat will be up and running. So uh, feel free to share your thoughts in addition to any kind of shipping names for Jim and myself. Feel free to share anything you might have about this particular episode of X-Files or the series in general. Uh, one thing I'll start off, because we are, the theme song, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who doesn't like that opening? I think it's, it's seared into everybody's minds. But the fact that it is the old school intro. Yes. Do, uh, Do we, Snow. What's his name? The, Mark Snow. Mark Snow. Love it. Uh, I feel like the one part that I was like... I'm fine with it, all the images, but I feel like the the FBI credentials, like, should they be updated photos updated. of the two of them?
1: I think they're playing so much to nostalgia right now, and for a couple of the episodes that we've – well, for, especially for the first episode, we, it was all about nostalgia. Like, if we didn't have nostalgia, we probably would have – some people would have bailed on it after that first episode this year. I wouldn't have because I, I, I still liked it. But I think they're just trying to play nostalgia. I do agree that they should
0: update those badges. Um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, we have—I <laughs> guess we have what uh, eight more episodes to find out. Will you uh, <laughs> will you update those? Uh, no, probably not. What an easy uh, update uh, for the show though It's like, nah, just use the old credits Don't worry about throwing any of the budget towards that We're just going to reuse the old ones uh, But this one, plus one uh, We've been up and down uh, We've debated many times yep. these past episodes yep. uh, Do we like the mythology? Do we like uh, the, the, the standalone mm-hmm. episodes? Uh, <clears throat> last week's episode was kind of a little bit of the mythology kind Barely of, touched Yeah, t- uh, a little uh, tweaked uh, As it was dealing with more of a standalone story This one, no mythology, pure standalone Not a whiff of mythology this What'd week What did you think?
1: I, I like I said I think each I think each episode is getting better and better. This one this one had things that I absolutely loved about the original series. I like I have been saying the past few weeks. I think it's been a little bit frenetic. Like rush 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 even though the director of this episode actually was a director on 24. And so, you know, my complaint was that the X-Files was um the the reboot's been a little bit like tat tat and didn't have enough of those you know, those haunting, like, soulful moments. This episode had it. It had it 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 had it like crazy. It had, um, and we're going to get to it, it had the stuff that everybody loved from the 90s. I mean, they're bringing the best of the 90s into
0: whatever decade, that the 20-teens. And uh, this, I think this is the best one they've had so far. So, interestingly, this, as much as I've had my issues with Chris Carter, especially for the mythology episodes, mm-hmm. this, of course, written by Chris Carter, right. directed by Kevin Hooks. Uh, from 24, as you said. But uh, this one, not dealing with mythology, just Mm -hmm. kind of dealing with the the standalone and a lot of relationship uh, issues with Scully and Mulder.
1: Which was the best part of this episode, I personally think.
0: So this is a Chris Carter that I can get behind in terms of doing episodes. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, man, Chris, just focus on more of these type of episodes and less of the overall mythology.
1: You know, and it's the thing is, um, there's such a weight to the mythology episodes because he thinks he has to marry... The nineties to two years ago to now, and so I, I, it's almost too much. The mythology episodes are almost too much. This episode, it's like a, a brand new, fresh, out of nowhere. You know, you don't have to know anything about anything, except for it does have some cool throwbacks. Especially, uh, I will get into it. The the, the characters, I mean, yes. the, the guest stars, amazing. That it made me so happy.
0: Because I almost think one thing, like looking at the mythology episodes, I mean, I feel like now, are they just too heavy? For this series, there's so much weight behind them from so many years. Everything's been so built up this time that I feel like when they do a mythology episode, it is just so much heavier as compared to an episode like this or yeah. even last week's.
1: I, I do admit that um, when I speak of the mythology episodes and loving the mythology episodes, it's definitely episode you know seasons one through six. I love the mythology seasons one through six. Um, once we got into that, like the super soldiers and the the black goo in the eyes and stuff like that, it was it, it was somewhat interesting and but it just didn't grab me like the syndicate and is there are, are there aliens um the mythology that we started with this year um was super heavy super two different mythologies and then the super you know the icky last couple of minutes of that the the the, the kickoff episode season and i was telling you right before the show um that this episode and the previous episodes they're right up there neck and neck with which one i like more i like this one a little bit more because it, it didn't kill off any of my favorite characters. <laughs> 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 I'm tired of losing the heroes. I tell you what, um, if, if Langley had come, uh, sp- I get. Oh, we're talking spoilers for crying out loud! If, if Langley had come back in r- for real last time, I, I'd have just been over the moon.
0: A little I, as they a, as a, like to say, IRL. Mm-hmm. No, they, uh, <laughs> that's what those uh, yeah those gamers do. Uh, now, so far, uh, quick. I mean, it's only just a few minutes into the show, but uh, viewers, if you're watching, can you start feeling the uh, the tension between? Jim and I, in terms of the shipping, are you feeling that yet? Just want to do a big <laughs> shipping check. Miss uh,
1: Bubbles says this episode was good, like an old slice of warm apple pie. I agree. I agree. Uh,
0: so we start the episode off uh, at a, at a kind that's of a good uh, way to put it. <laughs> at a uh, speaking of a down home warm apple pie. You start off kind of uh, in a smaller town at a big kind of punk rock event uh, with Arky Sievers, a guy that kind of wants to do some crowd surfing. And uh, the song, as Jim brought it up to me, I did not realize this, what is the... uh, I was reading today
1: that the song, you know, they were at a punk rock show, and I I didn't completely recognize the song, but apparently it was um, one of David Duchovny's original songs, the punk version of it. Um, I don't know what the name of it, and so we, we were looking up, like just two years ago, he, David Duchovny had an album, Hell or High Water, so... He, I guess he's been pretty active, huh? Yeah,
0: I... And I don't know if I ever knew that he was had, like, musical aspirations, and I just kind of blanked it. I had it.
1: heard something about that, but I didn't follow up on it. I mean, because, you know, every actor wants to be a musician, I guess, and... Usually it doesn't turn out very well. Well,
0: after watching this episode, are you tempted not to go... Oh, I'm going to go
1: find it. Yeah, I just found out recently. I'm going to go find the song.
0: <laughs> Will you buy it? Or are you just like, ah, oh, just listen to it for a second. That was enough for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. We
1: we thought about trying to have that as the song, as yeah. the intro tonight. But <laughs> yeah. we're like, is that really David Duchovny's original music?
0: That's kind of crazy. So we see him. At, uh, we sit at a good old R.K. at this concert. And uh, he sees... Uh, as he's crowd surfing, he looks out and he sees himself, mm-hmm. with kind of like a little sour look, but looking back at him. Right, and that's enough to just creep him out. That he just gets the hell out of there.
1: Yeah, and you know, you could have chalked that up to you know, it's a concert, it's a whatever. You know, he took some kind of
0: substances and and whatever, but uh, it, it was creepy enough for me. I, I'm trying to think, like, if you were just walking around in life and mm-hmm. you saw, you know, whether outside a store that you were in through the window that you saw a version of yourself, a doppelganger of yourself, would you be freaked out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? You, I'm, you trying to think, I'm trying to think if I'd be freaked out. I don't know. I mean – I've
1: heard that most people won't rec- – if most people see their exact self, they won't recognize I mean, – they don't – you don't recognize yourself because what we appear like to other people is not what we – our own perceptions of ourselves in the mirror. So if we saw ourselves, would we really recognize ourselves?
0: True. I I, I would think I probably wouldn't. Uh, oh, except for the T-shirts. And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! Yeah, I've got that shirt. That's that probably me." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's wearing his, his hair all dumb and spikied up. Okay, that, yeah, that's that's probably me. <laughs> oh, for me, I, it's just like you know,
1: I'm really that fat. Okay, come on.
0: Uh, oh, all right. Tell me about it, like, oh, man. All right. But I that gotta. was a,
1: that was really cool. I like the like the crowd surfing. It had like a, a really a, a cool. It felt like a, the beginning of a great classic X Files episode. The the crowd surfing and then the seeing yourself, the creepy seeing yourself, and then the car ride. On the way back.
0: and Yeah. And at first, I was thinking the direction the episode was going to go in a different direction, slightly in terms of the initial setup, because we see him racing down the road. Then we see a, a cop pull out behind yep. him and then pass him mm-hmm. and as he's taken off to some other emergency, I guess he'd been called to. So that kind of threw me off. I was like, mm, I was expecting something with the, the cop, but right. nope, that's not going to happen. But we see all of a sudden his twin is in the car with him and they start wrestling for the wheel and he crashes.
1: Yep. Which I have a slight. Point of contention with this uh, this scene, I mean, they crash and he goes flying through the windshield, and you and it cuts away and you're like, okay, that's how they begin. They always begin each X-File Monster of the Week episode with a, with somebody being killed. This guy wasn't killed. <laughs> it was a, like when they come back and I was like, wait, who are they interviewing? Are they interviewing his doppelganger? Or are they interviewing him? So I was thrown a little bit at the very beginning. I couldn't quite get. I had to, I actually had it on the DVR and I went back to say, wait, I thought he was dead. So I was confused to see that they went and found him. After the break,
0: true. When he was found out to be alive afterwards, I was mm-hmm. like, "Really?" Because yeah. that looked. I mean, he was, he was flung out of the windshield and was laying on the hood of his car. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> that that didn't seem like something you could just be shaking off. But he does live, which I guess you need to be able to kind of get some details to get the plot rolling. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, so we see uh, uh, Fox and Scully, and their uh, or Mulder and Scully. You want to call them foxes I'm so close to them. But they're in their office, and, they, and this comes across their desk, and this seems like this piques their interest. Mm-hmm. But what the deal is because there's been many other murders in this uh, in this localized area, uh, they kind of have similar kind of uh, mm-hmm. pattern to them.
1: It, it, and I, I was reading one review that said, in typical X-Files fashion. How did this become an X File? You know, like it's Fox, somehow he was able to like read the stars and put everything together and make and say, this is an X File, or what do you call it? This is our bread and butter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's it. I mean, and it's just a small quibble, but, uh, and it's tying back to mythology episodes, is that when you set up as your kind of your uh, I, I, a mission statement for returning back to the X Files, is mm-hmm. that the answers will be found in them. Then I feel like if you're going to do other episodes which are standalone, then I feel like at some point that they should kind of reflect the overall. Mission. If you're back yeah. in X specifically trying to find an answer to William, this whole dual, dual conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, I, well, but it's tough because of like if you, as much as I don't want that. But I feel if you set it up in the show, do I need at least that? At least nodded to. Yeah.
1: Well, one of the things that this show the show felt like it was almost out of order when you're talking about not you know a nod back to what what came before. The world's about to end, apparently. There's a, a virus going to wipe out part of the world, and, and then these people are going to take off. And the only thing that you know is that you need to find your son. And let's go do this weird little case off. No, <laughs> yeah. it does feel a little bit. It feels like this should have occurred like before the pilot or something. I, I, or I don't know, but it does feel a little bit out of place. Especially, there didn't seem any urgency to find William in this episode. didn't seem any urgency to figure anything out, which I'm glad. I'm glad there was no... This almost feels like it should have. I don't know. It did. I just felt odd, but I guess as part of the brilliance of the X Files, you know, you can see an alien and and the world's falling apart in this episode. and the next episode, you know, it looks like like maybe next week we're going to get Bigfoot, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, that, I guess that's that's the <laughs> tough thing. I, I mean, and we don't want to spend too much time harping no. on that. But when you set up the mythology stuff, it is so big right now mm-hmm. that I feel like it's such a hard gear shift to do yeah. like because you right, like it seems like the stakes are so high. And it feels like it should keep going that way, and mm-hmm. then you cut back down to like, oh, it's just the creature of the week kind of thing.
1: I, it just seems like they're not looking for William right now. That's her whole purpose in life. And why is yeah. she not having the, the the visions and stuff right yes. now? I don't. She's having visions. She can't get out of bed. She's debilitated. She's in the hospital. Oh, but we're gonna go do the. I don't know. We were we. Did we ever get an explanation for what was causing the
0: visions? Why did they stop or any of that? No. Uh, so in a sense, it's let's well, well, not... Yeah, I'd almost rather wish that the mythology episodes didn't exist. And there, there could have been some kind of larger picture for this episode, not necessarily mythology related, but as an arc for the season right. that these things can kind of maybe tie to because, or kind of not to. based
1: on the old, you know, the, the Coljack the Night Stalker series. There you which go. Which had no myth- overarching mythology. And it's still, I remember my dad and me we, we used to watch that. It was at Friday nights or something. It was like the best show ever of my childhood. And... Mythology, be darned. Uh, we, we didn't need that mythology back then.
0: Uh, it's it, basically we have uh, uh, we see that uh, that Mulder has noticed that a schizophrenic patient in the hospital psych ward has covered her walls with bunches pages of hangman games. Judy, yes, mm-hmm. uh, and we get to meet little Judy here at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, of course, schizophrenic uh, demon Judy when she's not so nice. Yeah, little Judy who's uh, who's an actress. <laughs> I'm just an actress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and boy, what an actress! Uh, but she claims that she plays games telepathically with her brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a way to play! If you have a twin brother, that's yeah. all like the twin telepathy kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, she plays. She plays hangman. The game she plays with her her brother. Like it, they were in the um, the hospital investigating. Um, everybody who had died, except for this one guy who didn't die, and we don't know why he didn't die. It was just he just happened to not die. But it's a good thing because otherwise we wouldn't have an episode. But so uh, Fox just happens to look in and just see a wall covered with the hangman pictures. Coincidence, perhaps, but it still moves the story forward. Yes, and uh, it was interesting. Yeah, at first I could not fully that. That's the part that was throwing me a little bit. Like, what are they doing? They're playing hangman with each other.
0: Yeah, because because a fox does notice the uh, that one of the hangman puzzles has Arky's name on there, and mm-hmm. that's a very unusual right, name. Right, right. To all of a sudden have that you know just sprouting up on somebody that would seemingly have no relation with this person. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, – but she's like, oh, I don't know. Well, why do we have this name? But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I play with my brother and he's a cheat. They, yep. they, they plant the seeds early that her and her brother can play telepathically, but it is not always a fair game it seems like. Correct. Correct. There's a little little friction in that relationship.
1: So was, was she insinuating that this game of killing people had been going on for years or just – or had just started? I, that's what I – like was it a, a lifelong thing that they were telepathic? Tele- I can't say the word. Playing this game and killing people.
0: By I think by the end of the episode, when we see uh, the revelation that the their mom and dad were up on the, on right. the hangman, right? Right. Like that's I think right. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that they had hanged themselves, but we see that. So that basically at the end, that plants it. Yes, Steve. Hey guys, yeah, Steve in the uh, in the booth. Guys, what's up? Uh, yeah, definitely. Judging by the quote-unquote scoreboards. That were on both of their walls and both of their locations at once. Yes, totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Lifelong. There you go. Yeah. So that, uh, uh, yeah. So they've always been that. And I feel like it's since they're both schizophrenic. It's the uh, the good side doesn't quite I re- I think quite realize just the nastiness that can ensue as they're playing this game mm-hmm. that everything's getting manifest. I feel like the the more the darker side of the schizophrenic personalities mm-hmm. realize yeah yeah if we do this yeah it's gonna summon up some something bad and somebody's gonna die.
1: It's a, I thought it was a very clever quote unquote monster of the week yeah because this is. You'd think that after nine seasons, ten seasons, and now we're going to the eleventh season. You know, shows like this, or Supernatural, or or these Monster of the Week. You know, the Buffy shows. They have to keep on coming up with the new whatever it is of the week. This one was super clever. Yeah, I, I mean, I did like this? It's it's something you don't two two uh, schizophrenic twins who play hangman, and as they come up with the names, they they, they off somebody, which was. And by the way, uh, the twins were also played by the same actress. Yes. Which I did not realize until the next day when I'm, you know, reading. I didn't know it was the same actor. <laughs> it was it was a Chuck. Wait, no. Who's the little boy? The little boy was, um, it was Judy and Chucky. Chucky. Yeah, Judy and Chucky, both played by what? What is her name? Karen Canoval. Yes. Who is this? And you know who she is, right? Oh no. What character she played in season four of the X Files? She was Mrs. Uh, Mama Peacock. The, in home get out really the lady yeah, under the, the bed. bed Yes. That was, <laughs> that, this is the same the same actress which was so great and she played one other character too so this is her third time playing a character in the X Files a good luck charm
0: yeah so, it's really great <laughs> uh, it's like the John Rassenberger of uh, uh, Pixar yes yeah. that's right <laughs> uh, here in the chat though we've got Miss Bubble saying the mythology on this show has become as convoluted as mythology on Alias and The Pretender it's too schizophrenic I may need my medicine to hold my attention. <laughs> How appropriate that insults, she's yes. uh,
1: medicine and schizophrenia for this episode <laughs> made it even better. Made it even better, but no, I thought it was really interesting um, that this one, this, this actress is a, is a, a veteran of X Files and perhaps one of the the most one one of my favorite, but one of the most you know creepy episodes ever. Yeah. So
0: okay. home and she's back again. I love it, and I, I probably of all her appearances, probably the one that she's got you know the most at least. Yeah, close enough face time other than like I'm yep. just hiding under a bed you're not going to see me too uh, much I was
1: reading her interview it's on um, Sci-Fi Wire today about when she originally did Home she they actually had to create a box for her to fit in and, and slide her up underneath the bed and she says it was a terrifying experience for her everybody else was freaked out about the subject matter she just couldn't stand being in the box all the time <laughs> which I understand
0: now, Karen you gotta get in the box now <laughs> Get in the box. Get you under the bed. Uh, so, of course, they go to the uh, the jail, uh, talk to uh, Arky and Arky's lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, get to, uh, figure out what the deal is, and uh, uh, Dean's frustrated. Yeah, you know, lawyer Dean, he's frustrated about what's going on here, uh, and Arky gets led back to his cell, and I felt it was so, like, the cop taking back Arky to his cell, mm-hmm. he was just so like, there's nothing I can do. You're, right. you're going to be transferred. There's nothing I can do. Right. Like. Wow, man, this guy is so cold. Yeah, he w- he wasn't really into it so much. <laughs> the uh, the one thing I and I don't know if I, if you made notice in the episode because it seems like you know of course everybody that they summon through the course of their hangman game is somebody that they uh, has irritated them in some mm-hmm. fashion. But uh, I don't understand how Arky got on their radar.
1: It was interesting because because um, <clears throat> they went out of their way to. It wasn't just people who had irritated them. It was people who they kind of subtly pointed out like a flaw, like Arky. Was a, a repeat DUI driver, yeah. And these other people, like, were, maybe it was in the hospital or someplace. Uh, the nurse said, "Well, you know, these are the people that uh, maybe they should be in here." Or they, you know. I,
0: I bet you, more often it was probably Chucky because Chucky does work down at the uh, the, the the jail. That's what it was. That's what it so was. So he gets on his radar through Chucky,
1: right? And so he finds out people who. He, it's one of those things. Does he feel like he's ridding society of people who need to be off the streets, or they're, they're just pissing him off? And he's like, "Ah, oh, let's just get rid of these people."
0: Well, so of course, if you're in a small town, you, you got to find some place to stay while you're trying to solve a case. <laughs> and so they go to one place that only has one room left. And this is something I want to ask you a little bit about yeah. because I feel like it has been up and down this episode, The or this, this season so far, and we're only in the third episode. But in terms of the relationship status of Scully and Mulder, uh, I certainly we know from last season that they were kind of. Not necessarily estranged, but that they weren't together. They started
1: estranged. They had yes. been estranged the very first episode last two two years ago, yet yeah, they were estranged.
0: So they come back together. And now this episode, or last week's episode, it seems, even though, because uh, a couple of different mentions, uh, Scully refers to Mulder's house as Mulder's, but then also our house. Our house. As well, like that she is staying there. Mm-hmm. So when they come to get go get this hotel room, there's only one room left. Mm-hmm. Scully just seems almost like, oh, yeah. Right. like, I'm like But you also kind of live together already. And even though you may not be in a relationship, I don't know why it's so freaking out that like... Uh,
1: well, I agree with you. That this was the part of the episode which mainly made me think, okay, relationship-wise, they should have flipped this with the last episode. Because the last episode, the, when we first see them, they're kind of... It seems as if they were like cuddling on the couch. Or, yes. Or something. And in this episode, what this was the episode where perhaps where they had to again reapproach and talk themselves back into the relationship they once had at least approach it um but like like you said when they first get there there's only one bed and and it it felt like like season two or three of the x-files when with that's what it felt like when scully is hmm only one room huh molder like that and or one bed, and he got, and he takes the pull-out bed in it, which was conveniently in another room. Yes, which was very basically, they had two rooms, so it wasn't that bad, but um, it did seem odd that, like, what was going, like, I don't know. That, that's one question that I've seen a lot of people on the message boards talking about
0: um <laughs> cuz uh, even last uh last season they did swap the order on a bunch of different uh, bunch of the episodes to kind of take some of the more they thought more the network that was more exciting mm-hmm. kind of push them up towards the front and some of the weaker ones kind of leave them in the back so which made kind of like the, the mythology or at least the build up in the chronological order of the show's kind of weird cuz their relationship would kind of start and start and we kind of reset and some Mm -hmm. of the status quos would change throughout the episodes and when wasn't a seamless build and so maybe that was the case this season
1: maybe like this felt like it should have been the second episode and the the one from last week this week because it felt the one from last week felt like the relationship had started again Mm -hmm. we didn't really see a whole lot of it but it was hinted at in typical X-Files fashion everything's hinted at right Uh, even this week the the, the big the bada boom bada bing it was very (laughs) hello you look like uh, what was it you have that. Why you have the the lingering glow on you? Or what, after oh
0: yeah, glow. that, that afterglow. Afterglow, yes. yeah. <laughs> For this, do you need the shipping between uh, Mulder and Scully? Do you need it to be overt, or what if no. you just thought in your head like they're a couple, they're together, but I never need to see them mm-hmm. holding hands, kissing. Uh, I could hear them maybe talk. Of their affection for each other, but I don't need to see a lot of demonstration of it to know that, oh, yeah, they're just a couple. Well,
1: we had nine years of very little demonstration ever. And once the demonstration started, bam, company's off the series for, you know, for whatever. And we, we saw, remember the when he left the series, it was basically Scully wakes up and she, you know, there's the empty bed and he has gone for like a couple of years or something. Yeah. Um, but for, I like this type of relationship that they have where it's hinted at, but it's not all it's not it's not all CW you know where <laughs> it's it is definitely like i like we were talking about last week or maybe the week before you know they were voted the most romantic couple before they ever got together back in the 90s yeah and people and i guess that um and Lex who was here or maybe it was you were saying that the shipping came from this That's this Lex. series and so um i do think that it, it it is frustrating if the shipping never reaches the dock i guess you should say but It
0: reached the dock this week. Yeah. Uh, It looks like it did. Yeah, that ship came ashore. (laughs) The ship came (laughs) ashore. So uh, this is much we like seeing uh, Mulder and Scully together kind of solving a case. They do kind of split up a little bit in the sense where Mm -hmm. uh, Scully goes and talks to uh, Judy. Right. We got uh, Mulder with Chucky Mm -hmm. at his place. Chucky and Judy. Uh, And the first thing I noticed that when Scully goes to talk to uh, Judy, as we see her come into the room and she's holding that can of, like, dookie pudding. Like... (laughs) I mean, I feel like great for uh, a throne dookie for a joke that pays off again later. But I'm thinking, who would actually go and say, you know, we need to call our pudding dookie? Like, no, no. Who's calling, who's deciding that this is a great name for my pudding? Oh,
1: my gosh. And boy, she had a terrible shot. You know, I expected yeah. to see her suit splattered in
0: just a second, but... I would have thought, yeah, that's she's not moving, and you've got, like, four shots. It's and like you a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, it's... Because uh, would you... Honestly, Jim, tell me. If you were in a store, and you're looking, you know, I got a pudding fix. I got to get it taken care of. And you saw Jell-O, but you saw... A, like Kroger brand Mm -hmm. if you're over here on the west coast and then you see Dookie are you going to go like you know what I need myself some Dookie
1: oh hell yes (laughs) come on (laughs) I'm telling you that's the first if I see Dookie pudding I'm not going to be able to resist Dookie pudding I mean I I eat it but I'm going to put it out on the table (laughs) yes (laughs) check out my Dookie pudding (laughs) no it was it was pretty disgusting
0: Uh, I did like the scenes of uh, of Mulder talking to Chucky at his place where uh, it's a nice little bit where you get to see just some interesting characters. Mm -hmm. They come into the X-Files world. And so you really get like a nice little portrait of Chuck's life through that place. Just like somebody that, you know, just has not really gone anywhere, just hoarded a bunch of stuff throughout the years. This place is just kind of a mess. Also littered with a bunch of hangman posters or pictures as well, too.
1: Reminded me a little bit of Mulder's office, but I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to go there. I guess, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> littered with all, everything from his life because he's so,
0: you know, and just like the way I don't know, there's just no the other way he His deliveries from from Chucky, just that like, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> get ya. Chucky was almost like an over the top character, you know, like,
1: yeah. but, but um, I'm telling you what, I call me slow on the uptake. I did not know it was the same character. Really? Well, I, I had two whiskeys already, but when I was watching this thing, so perfect accompaniment to the X Files, X <laughs> Files and whiskey. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't realize it, but I, I do think that Chucky was a great, great character. A little, a little bit on the, uh, I don't know, a little over the top. I thought that the Judy character was a, more to my liking. Mm-hmm. I thought she was super interesting, especially when um, she and Scully were having this conversation, and it seemed so out of Nowhere, you know, she started hurling these things towards Scully to hurt her. Remember those?
0: Yeah, because I it basically at the uh, which I did like the two nurses there yep. at the uh, the the hospital. Like, you know, we're not going to go and We're we're totally we know how crazy this gets when she's demon Judy. Yeah, uh, but she goes in, and and that's when it's first dropped that the parents died. Yeah, and so but and Scully says, you know, somebody that is schizophrenic, they need like a strong presence to be able to kind of keep them in check. And so she says, I'll do that, mm-hmm. and she does go in that room and says, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. Right, but. You're right. Judy starts just kind of digging away. Uh, it's like, you know, you're too old. Too old to be having kids. Like, you maybe smell. it's an, it's another Hannibal
1: Lecter uh, reference. Oh, that's you true. Know? Yeah.
0: Maybe. maybe. Kind of, I, a little, I, I kind of uh, psychologically kind of, you know, mm-hmm. throwing uh, uh, arrows at her. Mm-hmm. And it uh, does keep her, not necessarily th- throws her off her game, but does kind of shake her. Oh, it, oh, it definitely shakes her. Um, even though, Scully was
1: very good this episode with um, Trey. Sh- it was typical Scully. Everything was scientific. Everything could be explained away. Like everything that was happening in the town was a like a, a mass psycho something something. Yeah. you know that could be explained away. Where um, Mulder was saying maybe it's ghosts. Well, that would be good, Mulder. Except for they don't exist. You know. True. Like, yeah. She, she was staying true to form in this. And then when she goes in to talk to her, she was tr- and she was explaining. She was explaining to somebody else. Just don't let him get in your head and you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, she's talking to uh, Dean. Dean, right. Uh, they uh, get irritated because they see the p- picture of uh, Dean in the newspaper right. about uh, saying that, hey, this guy, this kid who got killed, a good old uh, Arky. Uh, just like, oh, that that was gross, Missed, uh, misuse of justice. We should figure out what happened there. Right. And so he's the subject of the next Hangman game. And he does see himself outside a storefront yep. and gets freaked out. Yep. And goes right over... Smart person. you Go to the feds that have a uh, history working with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Saying, what's the deal? But I also feel like, you know, you're right. Like, Scully's just like... you, you She's in... Don't want to get in her head. You're going to be hysterical. It's going to feed on itself.
1: And she... And I think she fully believed that. But then we saw some evidence later. It's... Because we were talking right before we started here. There was a statement that she said that w- it kind of made it go both ways. She says... Um, uh, Steve, can you... What was, what was the statement you, uh, you were telling us right before the show about... You're back to the wall.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping with her back to the door, keeping the devil at bay.
1: Right. Like, I don't believe... Like, she was, you know, Mulder asked her about the devil. I, I don't believe there's a real devil, but I still don't sleep with my back to the door. In other words, I don't believe this will happen, but I take the precautions because there's a little bit of me that believes. So she was trying to talk herself and everybody else, you know, just, you know, don't worry about it. But then um, when she had the chance to take the pills to keep the, the bad people away... She took them, yeah. And they, bread pills, bread pills. Which I think there was double meaning to that. You know, bread communion. There was something oh, there from what I understand because because her Catholic faith did come up again, and um, the Catholic and the belief in evil. She doesn't believe in the devil, but she does believe in evil. Whereas M- Mulder might believe in the devil, but not evil. I I, guess, I don't.
0: Uh, yeah, I can understand. I can yeah. see that distinction. The uh, Do you feel like they did enough? Like I felt like they kind of just like cut Dean off. Where he's like, I need help. What's going on Cut is the word. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) But I also felt bad for Dean. Like, as he leaves out of that scene, I was like, well, he's dead. Yeah, I know. I just... What minor rounds on that, Frank? Uh, don't be interrupted. Please go for it. Please interrupt. He's a sword collector. <laughs> I know. Which I did, like, as he's in the restaurant and he comes out to the waitress, which seems like, like a play on, you know, like, yeah. like, an old bit, like, oh, yeah, you should come out and see my, my etchings. Yep. Come over and check out my sword collection. <laughs> to come back to his house and see, like, no, literally, it's this really a sword happen. collection. <laughs> <laughs> and not just a boy, a couple swords. I mean, it is. All, he's got, like, four segments. I – that was so funny. I, I hate to say it was a funny death, but
1: it kind of was a funny death. Like he was trying to get everything out of the way so the person that he doesn't kill – did he think that he was going to kill himself or that somebody was going to get in? And I guess – what was he protecting against there? I guess
0: he was getting rid of anything that his double could mm-hmm. use against right. him to kill him. Mm-hmm. Smart thinking I suppose. Yep. Uh, that Like, all right, I'll get rid of all my – I'll get rid of my guns. I'll get yep. rid of my belts. I'll uh, get rid of my swords. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, he ends up cutting himself on one of it. Irony. Like... Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. it wasn't
1: he just cut himself. His head was removed from his shoulders. Oh. That was, I loved it that we got back to, like, I remember the X-Files was the first show when they got, where I saw extreme gore on TV, that in ER. But then I loved, they walked in and there's his head sitting beside his body for
0: a very long scene. It was, a yeah. uh, I just think like if you had a bunch of sh- uh, swords to get off the shelf, like his fashion of I'm just going to stack him in my arms. <laughs> it doesn't seem like I mean I know you're worried about your, your your life's on the line, but I still think grab a grab a sheet, grab something you can just throw them into, and then kind of use that to carry him in. I freaking go stay in a hotel room for the night. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm going to go back to where all my swords are to make sure that I don't. I don't know. Or no. maybe just grab a sword and defend yourself, man. You're a sword collector. Yes. <laughs> yes. So no, I use one of those things.
0: <laughs> or a uh, gun. So he had all those guns too, didn't he? Yeah. I, uh, Which, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what, because uh, we do see what Fox runs into his later, yep. also has a gun. But it. You know, I imagine that is just, it's firing blanks. It's not a real gun.
1: You know the thing that was interesting, though, that was brought up with his death, and this is where it started to turn, because up until that point, you, you could have made the argument that, there was not really another doppelganger that was showing up. It was in their head. It was a schiz... Like, I thought that what they were going to present to us is it, it was a schizophrenic um, curse or something where they were killing themselves. I thought I thought that that's what it was going to be. It was They were... Everybody was offing themselves. And then even Scully was like, well, how do you cut your own head off? Yeah. Which, that's when I started th- thinking, oh, okay, it, it's actual physical manifestations are showing up to kill them. So up until that point you know I was going all
0: fight club on it right up and no, that no that's true which yeah I mean that's a way to kind of like tease you with the schizophrenia possibility schizophrenia that there though, is something yeah. supernatural to it but in actuality there's a more plausible explanation no, it was still
1: supernatural album. it was a supernatural curse it's a, they were throwing it's almost like they were throwing their schizophrenia into somebody else's head
0: yeah uh, so we get some scenes back at the hotel though of uh, Scully wanting to talk to Mulder about the just about life and her do you find still find me attractive
1: okay best scene best scene best scene of the episode because she did let the um Judy get into her head and it really bothered her and this was and I was telling um telling you guys last week the things that I was missing was the deep haunting soulful scenes where you find out about the characters and god bless you Chris uh, Chris Carter, you gave us that scene this week and it was a, a longer scene. You gave us a couple of scenes, too, to
0: talk about it. It's nice when you... That, I guess that is the benefit of having like a, a show coming back, like a revisiting of a show, like coming back with all that nostalgia, all that love and affection that fans have for it over that long period of time is that there is so much time mm-hmm. built up with these characters, time that the show actually aired, time that the show didn't air, but that we as fans kind of carried the torch mm-hmm. and uh, other people kind of embraced it as you know their their fan enthusiasm kind of spread. So now you bring it back. It comes back on the on the air again. You've got all that to play into, and it lends a lot of uh, weight and uh, I don't know, like authenticity to those scenes of mm-hmm. two characters talking about like, yeah, we've been doing this for a large portion of our lives. Yeah. What do we do S- since nineteen ninety three? Yeah. Yeah. When this ends, what happens to
1: us? I like lo- yeah. And, and if you didn't get a chance to see the episode, go see the episode because it was so great. But where it, it was, Scully saying, "What happens when we get old?" Are, who's going to be and and i loved fox it was kind of they were talking around the big elephant in the room which was is our relationship together because scully's like i don't know what's going to happen to me when we get old fox will we still see each other will we be around and he's like i'll come push your wheelchair but that's not what she was talking about she was basically asking will we will we have a relationship are, are we going to heal ourselves or will we heal this relationship and then she fox asked her why not another child
0: That seemed weird to me. Well, I mean, given her reasons, like, well, one, that the first one was a miracle. Two, the second time that... Yeah, she said that the first child was a
1: miracle. We will believe that. It was not cigarette-smoking man. It was a miracle. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, But then, also, like, well, given the fact, like, now that there's really nobody around for me to have another one with, and I'm thinking, but you're also just laying next to this person that Mm -hmm. you are incredibly close to. Right. uh, And at one time was at least... uh, Much closer to. Yeah.
1: And she even throws out there you'll probably find somebody. Like if or something like she insinuated that you'll find somebody and somebody younger. Somebody younger and But even he threw back so you what if you find somebody too? Mm -hmm. It's just He told her what was it? He said, You still have some scoot in your boot. That's right. Yeah. You still have it going on. (laughs) You know, that was his way of just saying, You're a beautiful woman and I'm in love with you. He was although those words never I don't think they've ever come out of each other's mouth. Did they Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they were showing so much tenderness, and at that moment, I was just loving it. I was loving it.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, it was interesting though, to see them, like especially when, like, we, we still have a connection. Like, as far as we know, given uh, excluding what we saw in the first episode, that we believe that the two of them are the father, the, the parents of William. Right. The the fact that you know whether William or not exists, there still is that that connection. You had a child together. Mm-hmm. That child may not be in your life at this moment, mm-hmm. but you still, that's a connection that, you, that you'll never forget. It's Fox's only child as well. Yeah. So to have that statement, it's like, you know, will we even be connected? I, I was waiting for somebody to just say the obvious question, which could have been just like a touch mm-hmm. to the whole rest of the season in general. It's like, you know, we, we did have William, and that's always going to connect us, whether he's in our life or not.
1: Oh, I know. they They really didn't. You know, sometimes, even though I love this scene, if I had to do a little nitpick, it's almost, the fans are always sitting there at the fence trying to push them just a little bit further. Like, mm. don't don't talk in circles. Don't talk mysteriously. Actually say what you're feeling. And they came, I think Scully did, though. Will Will you come see me? Will we be together?
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like it, while it's great those scenes have so much more weight and, as I said, authenticity because of the time mm-hmm. that has been involved since the beginning of the show till now, Uh, But also I can see the kind of frustration that you're saying too. It's like, but also by this point, these are people that have been around each other so long that aren't there times that like, have we reached the point now where we can just be more direct? Yeah. Do we still need to kind of talk in kind of coyly about some things?
1: Right. I think, because I wrote some of this down, it's like, like, he goes, what about having another child? And she goes, I'm at the end of that journey. I would have liked to have had another one. And Fox, what's stopping you? First time it's a miracle and I have no one to have one with. And then they go into, what if we lose our job? (laughs) Deep, deep questions. And then what if we lose our jobs? Which is still a little bit perplexing to me because I'm not completely – are they employed? Are they being – I don't get like if everything's – if they're – I don't get how they are employed with the FBI right now. It doesn't – you know, that first episode and the second episode where they have armed gunmen showing up and they have to defend their lives and and Skinner says just surrender and – what the heck's going on? I don't get in. So they are FBI agents. We are left to assume. I don't know how they are because they've, it seems like they're always on the run from the FBI to me.
0: True. Like if you're being investigated by some other clandestine agency or mm-hmm. at least contractors working for an agency, you would think like, or maybe we were, you're just going to be on suspension. You're going to be on you know, paid leave <laughs> yeah. while we sort all this stuff out. But no, they're still, they're still oh, they're doing in, the yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, that is right. But we also get a nod to and the things I know that you don't enjoy so much is when you kind of bring more of the modern day reality into it. it was like, we have a president that's trying to actually close <laughs> on the FBI. Actually, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was right, funny. Are you good with that?
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, because you could, I, the things I don't like is when you tie it too much to a time period so that when I watch it in 10 years, I don't like it feeling way too dated. Although I did, I, I love the feeling of being in the middle of the 90s with the X-Files. But that, that, that was my complaint. Um, the, the But that was, this one was funny.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, they, their conversations were great, and as also we, I know we talked a little bit before the show started, but the recurring gag is that each time somebody turned up dead, it would be Dana sleeping in her room and turning around, and all of a sudden Fox would be just standing yeah. there, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, creeping her out for a second. Mulder, what are you, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got to admit that it was kind of creepy. He was, he was really creeping on her at that moment, but it, he came for a purpose. Yep, he was waking her up.
0: Yeah, because at first, the first time it happened, I thought like, oh wait, is this an example of like a double? That's going to happen. But no, it was just like, you know, Mulder just, you know, like, <laughs> no, guess what? Surprise. There's another dead body. Oh. Because uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, so, the, of course, we got to figure out what the deal is, is that right. uh, as we're at, at, at another scene, uh, Scully sees a version of herself. Right. Out in the crowd as they're coming out. and Never speaks, though. Nope. And and then uh, as they are back in the hotel room uh, and they're cuddling in bed. Older well, gets out of bed, goes in to kind of wash his face, and looks in the mirror and sees himself in there, mm-hmm. and he wigs out. Right, and he's like, "Oh man, we got to figure out. We got to get to the bottom of this. Uh, it's coming." And Scully's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 calm it down." But uh, she's like, "Yeah, as you're saying, like you know, get rid of that afterglow. Yep. We got to. You, you go. You talk to Judy. I'll go talk to Chucky. We got to put it. We got to put a stop to this." Yeah. So uh, we do see, like you mentioned, that uh, Skelly has those bread pills that she got from uh, from Judy. Well, well. Actually,
1: were they? Yeah, they were from Judy. Judy yeah. gave her the bread pills, but apparently the nurses believed in the bread pills. And the bread pills yeah. were for to keep the your doppelganger away. Right? Yes. And um Scully was like this is bunk it's just basically te- it's a placebo it's just it makes you feel something and she for some reason she kept them because
0: she was about to throw them away at the hospital when she first got them right she
1: she put her hand over the garbage
0: and then the two uh, the two minister or the two nurses there's like ah, you know we 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 take them too <laughs> and you should maybe you know don't be so quick to throw them out
1: so so is that to say that the nurses then mm-hmm. believe the story like they were taking the pills i believe so like so the murders were happening and the nurses knew about it all along
0: i would say like if you saw if you were attending to a patient that had a bunch of hangman games (laughs) in their room taped up and a lot of them had like the same names of people that had died just to be on the safe side if that lady's saying take these bread pills they're gonna they're gonna keep you alive Mm -hmm. i'll take them it's not gonna bother me none Mm -hmm. i've seen Mm -hmm. you just take bread and roll them up into little uh gelatin capsules i'll do it although this does lead to one question um
1: why did Why did Mulder and Scully have to discover this lady in the room? If If the nurses had seen a room filled with hangman's uh, games with a bunch of people who keep dying in town, won't they say something? Won't they call the police? Won't they call somebody?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah. Because I think that'd be pretty odd. Like, oh wait yeah. a minute, there's that person's dead. Or maybe, interesting,
1: especially if they are taking the, the pills. I mean, it's easy to punch holes and stuff like this and I don't want to keep doing it but th- that was a little bit perplexing to me. Like, So they were aware of it. They were aware that something was going on especially if they were taking the bread pills. So, wow.
0: Although, I mean, I guess it's one of those where if it, but also, like, how's this lady going to know? Because she's pretty much confined to a uh, hospital room. Mm-hmm. That uh, it's like, oh, wait, I they're not maybe finding out until they read the newspaper. And then they go in the room and they see mm-hmm. Hangman's Game in there. Maybe they recognize it ahead of time. Yeah, maybe they just think that oh, she's reading the newspaper and she's just writing these down. And she's just, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, that's what's going on. But, like, uh, so let's talk, like, how this resolved itself. Yes. Which was interesting. And I... One of my questions is I don't know why it resolved itself except for they were one was cheating or something there.
0: They start I think they started they get more and more angry with each other because right. as a accusations they both have accused each other of cheating. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little bit more heated because uh, uh, one wants to kill Skelly. one wants to kill Mulder. Right, and, and so, it was
1: very clever the way that that was presented to us. I like because yes. you just saw you and L. And they both both Mulder and Scully, both have a little bit of a similar spelling to their last names, which is kind of cool. Never noticed it before.
0: Which I could then see why they would tip them off into each other mm-hmm. cheap. And each, because other than the U and the L, mm-hmm. there's really nothing else right. the same. So that's going to start thinking that each one is cheating. Like, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going for the same person? No, you're cheating then. And so they end up writing each other's names down, mm-hmm. and then they end up killing each other. So that was kind of an interesting thing. That was
1: very clever. I, everything about this I thought was a clever episode. Again, I can punch holes in certain parts of it, but there's probably no show that's written that we can't punch holes in. But that doesn't that didn't diminish my enjoyment of this show.
0: No. And I, I did like the scene where, at least when Fox runs into his doppelganger, he does fight him. Because yeah. I was like, why doesn't somebody just fight this thing? That was, But you know what? That was the only doppelganger that we, except for the
1: sword fighting, I guess, that you saw physical pushing and 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 that's... Yeah. Again, I was still thinking trying in my head to watch it to see if it was all in people's heads. I was trying to see if it was, but
0: He did try shooting him first. Yes. But it didn't work. It didn't work. No. <laughs> Because I whatever that that uh, doppelganger is made out of, it's yeah. not going to get uh, hurt by bullets.
1: And I like that they didn't go into detail trying to explain what it's made out
0: of. Oh, I feel like if you're going to spend that much time, it's going to have to be something really impressive because otherwise, oh, yeah. you're going to start picking apart. Better to leave it. Let the audience kind of fill in the gap for that, which I think is the best thing. when X Files does they tease you with enough of a premise that uh, you let the audience kind of fill in some of the finer gaps about how such a yeah. thing would exist. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they end up uh, killing each other, and uh, they get back to the hotel and says, hey, you know, we got a couple more hours <laughs> to work things out. And uh, this guy's like, no. What time do they get to the hotel? Well, what time was 1121.
1: Ah. Which is, I didn't know that until, that's a running motif in the show. Oh, yeah. In the pilot episode, what time do they get to the motel? 1121. And let me see. <coughs> and he, i it was some things were kind of interesting like and in, like it's a it's a recurring the name of the hotel was the saint rachel motel which was um it's an old testament matriarch the story of rachel who had two sons you know she had two sons let me see she was she struggled with infertility until she was rewarded for her faith in the form of two sons one of whom is best remembered for his amazing technicolor dream coat and the other ah. of, and the other of whom killed her in childbirth Interesting. I, so let's, okay, so in other words, if it, you know, if the St. Rachel Inn, is that what it is? Saint, yeah, St. Rachel Motel, what if this, and God help us if this is what's going to happen, what if they are f- foreshadowing something ahead? Um, Fox saying, you ha- you can have another child. She already has one child. Um, and the other ch- child is the one that kills her. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, you know, well, there you go. they went out of their way to say what the name of the hotel was. That's true. Uh, very interesting.
0: Oh, I hope not. Uh, no, as like, well, I mean, although Gillian Anderson, as we talked about last week, has said like this is it for me. So I know, and she keeps reiterating that this is her, this is it, this is it, this is it. Because so far, I feel like even though we're th- three episodes in, this has been so much more well received than the first season, uh, season ten. Yeah. So I'm like,
1: ah, oh. there were although which which was a uh, there was an episode last season which I just loved. It was so, so the funny episode, yeah, the, the red uh, speedo episode again. You know, yes, <laughs> that one was great.
0: Uh, uh so. Uh, of course, though we 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 leave it back then at the end where Scully says, "No, I'm just going to go. You go get some sleep, Mulder." She has some second thoughts about like, mm, you know, who knows though, and opens up the door between the rooms, and there's Mulder waiting right there for her. That look old, on his
1: face, there go, smile on his face, yeah cut to black. There you go, perfect. Like that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. I know some people want us would want you to see W where you you jump on it's it's hot and steaming and stuff. That's not the way that. Uh, that this show was written, and, and I just think the show is better for it. Yeah, I never
0: need to see consummation of their relationship. Although we may, who, Damn, knows? who knows? But you know, just you know, I but just take me up to the point where I can just like, for me, I, I let the viewer decide. Like, did they get together in that moment and just kind of have a little fun, or did they just like was it Mulder just like right. See, I knew it, and then just kind of close the door and they do their back. They go back to their own way,
1: right? And I would almost say that um, the mystery of the week this week was almost incident incidental. To the most important part, which was their relationship coming back together like that. Absolutely, I, I, I would almost say that. Yeah, and it like, was and you were talking to somebody earlier, and they has not seen any of the X Files this year, and they said, "Is it good? Is you are you enjoying it?" And I, it, you said something that was really good. You said skip the first episode if you have if you're not really familiar with everything, and just start with number two and start going, and it's great.
0: Yeah, for sure. That way you don't you can skip the mythology yep. baggage and just enjoy it for the, the show for the premise that it is. Mm-hmm. Again, I still like the mythology, but. I agree with you on that. Uh, I will say that uh, uh, as wrapping up the chat, we'll go. We'll start as we end it with Miss Bubbles. Uh, sometimes we have to just suspend our disbelief for things to make sense uh, so we can just enjoy the story overall.
1: Well said, Miss Bubbles. Miss Bubbles, I love your
0: name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I will say, though, Chad, I'm very disappointed with the lack of shipping names for both Jim and myself. Uh, feel free to reach out to us on social media, though, if you want to keep Frank, going. Frank, Frank. You know what? Frim? My last name's Fry. Fry Frank. <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for this episode of the X-Files After Show we'll be back next Thursday night at 9pm pacific time with another hot new episode and hopefully the whole panel at that time mm-hmm. but if you want to uh, as always like us on Facebook give us those 5 stars on iTunes subscribe to the YouTube channel give it a thumbs up while you're there and thanks everybody for hopping in the chat and if you're watching even after the show's aired live feel free to comment down below uh, Jim what's a cool question you'd like them to answer in the chat uh, in the comment section
1: I would like you to answer what do you think next week's episode is going to be about Because
0: out of the preview that we saw, it looks like it's Bigfoot to me, and I hope it is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but if you want to continue the conversation with either Jim or myself, even after the show's aired, yeah. Jim, where can they
1: find you? You can find me Well, right here. Um, just uh, put your questions right here underneath the show. Please subscribe to the show here. But also, check me out on theconguy.com. On Monday nights, we have the Cod Guy Comic Con Prep Show and the Scare Guy Show. They kind of take different turns, different weeks. Check us out there. We do talk X Files. We talk everything Comic Con. We talk everything fandoms. And of course, X Files, got my
0: new shirt today, oh. is my favorite fandom. So. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie, folks. Thanks for joining us here for another episode of the X-Files After Show. We'll be back here next Thursday night with another fresh edition. The truth is out there. The Always. truth is out there. Yes.
1: <laughs> We're looking for From it. From
0: executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz
1: TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be
0: sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.